Hey, everybody. This is Jimmy Smith. Welcome to another episode of the Silent Sales Machine Radio Podcast. Today, I am honored to be guest hosting once again. I've done this a few different times over the last year or so uh, and really excited to be back at it. Uh, with another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. Uh, today, we're going to be speaking with Pablo Aguilar, who has recently, uh, at the end of December, posted an amazing success story that we'll be able to dive into. I've gotten to know Pablo a little bit over the last couple months, uh, and so it's been great uh, hearing his story. And he's got one of persistence. And so if you're brand new, maybe there's some struggling happening, or if you've been doing this for a while and uh, you're trying to uh, break through to the next tiers in your business, either way, I know that this episode is going to speak to you because he has had quite the story of uh, persistence pushing forward through uh, adversity and uh, just spending a lot of time in his business and ultimately getting to a place recently where he broke an awesome sales level of $20,000 per month with a healthy return on his investment and a healthy profit margin. So really excited to bring this episode to you today and to see you know how many success stories can come from the encouragement from this episode. So thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, and let's go ahead and get into the episode with Pablo Aguilar. All right. Hey, Pablo, thank you so much for joining us on the Silent Sales Machine Radio podcast today. Excited to have you on. Hey, Jimmy, it's always a pleasure to meet with you again. It's a beautiful day here in San Antonio, Texas, 67 degrees, uh, sunny day. Beautiful, beautiful. And in January, now you're making me jealous because living in St. Louis, it can get down pretty cold, 15, 20 degrees sometimes. Luckily, it's 40 or so here right now, but it not definitely ebbs and flows. Yeah, it's not too bad. But man, Pablo, uh, it's been exciting over the last couple of months. I've gotten to know you uh, quite a bit more, uh, just you know, in some other groups and stuff that that we do together. But I saw you uh, have a post in the My Silent Team Facebook group uh, back at the end of 2021. It was actually on New Year's Eve, December 31st, and you talked about your whole. Amazon journey, which has been uh, four, I believe, four years in the making uh, when you started on Amazon to where you are today. So I just would love to hear your experience. Give us a little bit of a background of where you started and kind of where you are today and uh, some some of the story that, that's happened along the way. Yeah, I'll be I'll be happy to do that. But before let me let me say that. I have listened to a lot of podcasts and uh, watched many videos led by Jim Cockrum and Ryan Rieger and you, and have always considered the people being interviewed, the ones who made it to the top, the ones who figured it out, the ones who know how to make this business work. And I badly wanted to be one of them. <laughs> so today is a special day. You have no idea how how honored I feel to be part of this uh, awesome MST community and being handed the opportunity to participate in this podcast. It's like a dream come true. So thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, it's exciting to have you, Pablo. And, and uh, I understand that feeling. I remember actually whenever I started in December 2015 and Jim uh, and just everybody, every leader in the community was always almost like they didn't exist, you know, like they were just some some other figure that, uh, you know, was out there that helped me uh, along the way as well. And, um, you know, as as you get to different levels in your business, it's cool to be able to to turn around and, and teach in any way that we can. And I know that you've got a teacher's heart. So I'm excited to, to learn from you today 
maybe some things that you've been doing in your business and how you can help others um, that are brand new or even people that have been selling for a long time because you've got a, a wealth of wisdom and knowledge from, from the experience you've had over the last few years. Yes, thank you. All right, so my Amazon journey started four years ago when a guru came to town preaching the gospel of Amazon. <laughs> I attended his seminar in a nice, expensive hotel downtown in San Antonio. And, uh, you know, that, that was the first time that I heard the words retail arbitrage. Those were stuck in my mind. And I learned that uh, you can go to the local Wal uh, Target, Walmart, find some uh, items in clearance, send them to Amazon and profit from the sale. It blew my mind because up to this point, uh, you know, I have been a, an Amazon customer for years, since 1996. And uh, I knew that there were other sellers selling on Amazon, but I always considered them like uh, big companies doing big contracts with Amazon. Never occurred to me that a small mom and pop operation could be part of, of Amazon. Never occurred to me that I could become a, a seller too. Uh, so, okay, going back to, to my story, this guru had training over a weekend. And uh, for a few hundred dollars, he, he would uh, tell us and teach us everything that we needed to, to do. You know, that, that was a, the pitch. And he was charismatic. He was high, high energy. And uh, it was convincing. I almost signed up for the course. But I was not available at that particular date. So I couldn't. Nonetheless, a few days later, I found out that this guy was involved in, in multiple scam complaints. Wow. And I say, I'm, I'm glad that I didn't sign for, for his course. So my question going forward was, is this a scam? Is this real or is this a scam? And uh, I continue my, my searching for looking into Amazon as a business. And I found hundreds of leads, gurus, courses out there on the internet and YouTube. And they, they promise ways to make uh, money on Amazon, and they were hard to believe. So uh, weeding out the, uh, the, the bad ones from the good ones was a real, real challenge. Now, let me, let me say, let me mention why I decided to look into Amazon as, as a business. A few years back, my wife had, had been diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis. And I almost had a heart attack when I learned, when I heard that uh, the medicine for this illness was almost $4,000 per dose. Oh, wow. You know, we got insurance, health insurance, but our deductible was really high. So I realized that I needed to make more money in order to, to pay for, for these new bills. As a music teacher, I have a fixed income, and um, I can devote some more hours probably to teach, but in the end, it's not going to be much of a difference. I needed to make, to make money, and uh, real, urgently. <laughs> At around this time, my daughter decided to go on a mission trip to, to Bolivia, and uh, we created a GoFundMe fundraising 
And I was amazed at the output of generosity from friends and family helping us. And um, it was amazing. My, my daughter was able to go to Bolivia and she had a tremendous experience. But I was thinking, right now we are on the receiving side. But I actually want to be on the other side. I want to be on, on the giving side. I wanted to be able to, uh, to, to be able to fund mission trips, to sponsor scholarships, to donate to uh, Food for the Poor, uh, World Vision, ADRA, and some other organizations. But for that, I need to make more money. So that second reason, that was a, a, another big why, a second big reason to, to look into Amazon as a business. Previously to that, I looked into the stock market, maybe real estate, but was not for me. I decided to go into Amazon instead. So going back to, to my story, after a lot of research, I finally decided on a course. I found a course that uh, looked good, didn't sound like a scam, and was different from the other courses by um, in which they help you sell your products, not only on the U.S., but also in the U.K. and four other European markets. This course was based on PL, private label. So you needed to import products from China and, and so forth, sell them over here. So um, I was studying this course for over a month. They provided a very sophisticated tool, research tool, and uh, I use it, but I had a hard time finding a, a winning product. I was a little discouraged. By then, this company offered another, another business model. It had to do with importing products from the U.S. into the U.K. And um, basically, had to, I had to look for wholesalers in the U.S., Convince them then to, to sell me products and export them to, to the UK. Sounded exciting. And uh, the, time, the, the time for the products to be available was a little shorter. So for another $4,000, I get, got into this course. Previously, for the first court, I paid about $1,000. So $5,000 total so far. And uh, I started looking for... Uh, wholesaler companies that uh, were willing to sell to us. Incidentally, I found a wholesaler here in town. They manufacture tool accessories like uh, pouches, tool bags, knee pads, and so forth. They were willing to sell their products to us in, with the purpose to, to import into UK. And uh, I ordered a good quantity of varied products and send them to the UK and, and waited, waited to, for the products to arrive. In the meantime, I was, I was thinking, what else can I do? How about if I go back to the first idea and bring products from China to establish uh, our PL brand here in the US? And that's what I did. Order my products from China and uh, little I I know that uh, products from China would take months to arrive into the U.S. They took more than six months, seven, eight months probably to arrive. I didn't know that. I was so excited doing the business, working on, on, on this, that 
I didn't really understood the, um, the implications of what I'm doing. And uh, so I was kind of blind, but continue, continue with the process. By uh, December of that year, our products coming from the U.S. arrived into the U.K. And they were active in about a week at Amazon.com.uk. I was happy. And then our first product ever to be sold on Amazon happened at the end of the year, 2018. I was ecstatic. Yeah. It was a joyful day. So I was thinking, so far, I have spent thousands of dollars on training and inventory. I have waited for almost a year for my first product to, to be sold on Amazon. And by now, our, our funds were depleted. Ironically, one of the founders of, of the course suggested that we could do RA, retail arbitrage, in order to get more funds. He said, yeah, go to the stores, do RA, sell something so that you can continue your, your PL uh, business. <laughs> what? I signed for a different model, but you know what? Didn't have money, so that's what we did. At the end of the year, we went to Walmart, bought a bunch of uh, toys on clearance, sent them to Amazon, and they were active in a week. In two weeks, we sold our first product. It was a game changer. I realized, wow, this thing works. Compare, comparing PL to to RA, what a difference. You can be selling your products in two weeks compared to months and months waiting for your products from Alibaba to, to come to the States. It's amazing. So we continue doing uh, the, the RA, going to the stores, looking for clearance, the aisles, store sales, and we bought a lot of toys. I started getting in, in toys, looking for wholesaler companies that... Uh, provided the, the necessary toys to be engaged in popular brands because I thought that toys was, was the way to go. And we tried that for a couple of months and then realized, we realized this toy business is not, not really working. The margin is really low, close to 15%. This is not exactly what we are looking for. There must be something better out there. We were doing array too, but uh, was not that we were not having the, the success that uh, we hoped for. Fortunately, at that time, I found a tool that revolutionized our entire business business completely. It was a, a Chrome extension called Kipa, you know, funny name Kipa. But yeah, uh, yeah that, that that's a, that's a, the name it, it that's the way it goes. Kipa. So. I started looking into this Kipa tool and found a course, found a good, good instructor talking about Kipa, and I learned all about the graph and how it works and so forth. And uh, the course instructor uh, incidentally mentioned another type of product that you can go into the store, get it out of the store from the shelves for a regular price and flip it on, on Amazon for, for a profit. You know, I was curious about that, but the, uh, the course instructor didn't really expand on how to do that and what to do. He just mentioned that. I was curious and went to Walmart and found my first replants over there. Wow, I was 
I was amazed. What is this thing? What, what are replants? So at the end of the year, it was 2019, I went on a quest to find all about replants. I look everywhere, search all about the internet. Providentially, I found a, a, a video on YouTube. It was Jim Cockham interviewing Jimmy Smith, the one and only, <laughs> in talking, talking about replants exactly what I was looking for. I listened to and watched the, uh, the podcast. I was amazed at how easily uh, Jimmy was talking about how to find replants on the store. The process seemed so straightforward, so easy to do. And they, they were offering a course. I bought it immediately and started, started citing that. It was amazing. Step-by-step -step instructions on how to go from zero to 10,000 in sales, $10,000 in sales per month, and then to 40K, and then to 70K, and then to 100K and beyond. There was a lot of knowledge in there, a lot of videos and graphs. And I learned to, to find 30 replants in 30 days, how to manage the, uh, the replants that I was finding standard operating procedures, you had everything that you needed in a single package. It was amazing, exactly what I was looking for. I was ecstatic. So at the end of the year, we ended with around 10K in sales for the total year. It was good. The next year was really, really exciting. We were uh, you know, learning this new replants uh, technique. And we were finding replants everywhere, all around, in stores, locally. And uh, I still remember the first time when we uh, got to 5,000K in sales for the months. Wow. We were so happy. And then the time when we, <laughs> when we went over 1,000 in a single day, we couldn't believe it. It was it was exciting. This business was like like a dream that we were dreaming from the beginning. Yeah, let me take a pause real quick, uh, Pablo, because yeah. I want to make sure that I'm on the right timeline. Because uh, you said at the end of that year you had done ten thousand dollars in sales. So is that at the end of 2019? At the end of 2018, we barely made any profit. Okay, it was at the end of 2019 when uh, I found the uh, the replenish model. Okay. So it was two years into your journey then, where correct. you found the refunds model. Okay. Correct. We ended 2019 mm -hmm. with uh, 10K in sales. Okay. Perfect. So you had spent $5,000 approximately on courses in the correct. 2018 to 2019 range, uh, and you'd spent a bunch of money on inventory, correct. barely sold much of anything. And then at the end of 2019, you're at $10,000 in sales, and you started finding more about refunds. That is totally um, correct. Okay. I just wanted to make sure I was on the same page there. But we were excited. 2020 was 2020. Yeah, 2020 was really, really exciting. And uh, we ended the year at, uh, at around uh, 77K. Wow. At the start of 2021, uh, we were worried with this COVID thing. It had affected global economies. And we were worried that our little Amazon, Amazon venture would come to an end. But in contrary, Amazon grew more than 200%. And our business 
grew considerably as well. That year, we uh, basically duplicated what we did in the previous year. We ended the year last, last year in December with 166 plus in sales for the whole year. And it was amazing. You know, uh, it's been a, a journey and it, it's been a little harder, especially at the beginning. But uh, we saw the light at the end of the tunnel. And I'm still amazing and still learning a lot. So I cannot say that I reached totally the top, but maybe getting closer. Yeah, absolutely. And you just, you told me this too recently that you crossed $20,000 in a month for the first time, right? Correct. Correct. So that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. I am. One thing that I love about the story is that it really shows your persistence, right? And you also started off the story with the why you were doing this, because not many people would go for three years um, in trying to persist, especially the first two years, and trying to persist in making an Amazon business work. But because of the uh, deeper reasons that you had for wanting to do that, um, whether it was you know helping out other charities and people in need, but also your wife's uh, arthritis medicine and that kind of stuff, um, having that as your reason behind it is so powerful. Uh, but I think so many people can come into the Amazon opportunity and they can see either really quick success stories in different groups, or they can see, you know, just so many different um, social media, Instagram accounts telling you that you can make money quick. You can, but in majority of cases and any successful business venture typically takes some struggle and some persistence to get to where, uh, you know, you're ultimately trying to go and your story proves that out. And it's, you know, it's pretty amazing to see. I didn't have, we didn't have the luxury of, uh, of deciding, is this going to work for us or not? We needed to make it work. There was no, no point of return. Once we started, it was, it was moving forward and finding the way at all costs. And that's why I didn't mind going into the courses, into spending thousands of dollars on inventory and in training because we didn't have any any other choice at this time. And uh, for some reason, uh, that helped us too. Yeah. Now, uh, I know that one thing, since you started out with the private label type opportunities, we hear that all the time. People get into private label right out the gate. And that's why, you know, Jim and myself and so many leaders in the community recommend starting with replens and arbitrage to get used to the platform, get some sales going uh, and all of that. But it's it's so similar to so many different people's stories where they start out with private labels, spend thousands of dollars and a couple of years of time trying to get it to work. And it's just, it can work for some people, but it's not going to work for as many people as we've seen with the replens model. We see so many different new sellers come in with replens and have a lot of you know success moving forward. Naturally, it depends on their work ethic and how much time they're putting in on it. But ultimately, the replens model is the lowest hanging fruit um, opportunity on Amazon for a reason. And um, I just love that you know you persisted through those couple of years because if you had given up like so many other people and just said, hey, Amazon's a scam, like all these people uh, are lying out there, uh, it would have you know significantly impacted your life if you had uh, given up in 2019 before you found the replens model. So pretty exciting to see you persist. So true. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes I, I ask, my, ask myself, what if I had found the MST and replens community when, when I was starting out? 
what a difference it would make in our business. We would be in a different position now. You know, I'm grateful for what we have accomplished, and I give God the glory and, and, and praise for what we have accomplished. But maybe our story would be a little different or much different had we had you guys a long time ago when we started out. So totally true. I Now I know by experience in the hard way that uh, replace is the way to go at the beginning. There's no other way. PL and other models are really, really hard and, and risky. And I experienced that. I don't want anybody else to go through through that experience as well. And I'm willing willing to bet now too that because of your replens experience, you're uh, much more you've got much more ability to succeed in private label and wholesale because you know what sells and you know what listings are really um, selling well that may not be the best looking listings. Right? It's a whole different way of thinking of things when you see Amazon as the uh, the replens opportunity and how to take that and move it into private label and wholesale than trying to start with the harder levels of uh, business. And, and I know that Jim recently did an episode on uh, the pyramid of Amazon uh, um, Amazon sales, um, I guess, success, right? Where you start off with replens and you move up that pyramid to eventually get to private label and other things. So I highly recommend anyone listening to this episode to listen to that episode uh, as well so that they can, uh, if you haven't listened to it yet, uh, they can hear what it is that uh, we're talking about from that standpoint. But um, Pablo, I know that you've gotten to $20,000 a month in sales now. Uh, this is We're recording this early January of 2022. I'm not sure when it's going to go live, but what's your plans uh, moving forward in 2022? Are you doubling down on refunds? Are you looking into wholesale and private label? What's your, what's your plan moving forward? You know, uh, I have not considered doing going back to PL because we have so much to do with replants. We haven't tapped into 5% or 10% of what we can do so far. So, um, no, we're going to continue with replants for a long, a long time. Uh, we are getting to capacity now in which my wife and, and I are not able to, you know, to increase the business because our time constraint, we have full-time jobs. and. Uh, do this as a hustle, a side business. So what we are planning to do is uh, hire some some helpers to help us prep and ship. Those are the er the areas that uh, I don't I don't really enjoy too much. I love research researching, finding the opportunities, finding the replants. I love that part. But uh, shopping is fine. My wife love, loves shopping. <laughs> She's happy with that. But the prepping and especially the shipping, oh, it's not, it's not that pleasant for me. I do it gladly because it works. But if I can hire somebody who help us, uh, that's, that's going to be a really good push for our business. Also, I'm working on our SOPs, Standard Operating Procedures. I'm documenting everything we do sourcing and shopping and prepping and uh, packing and shipping in the account means I'm writing down everything we do. Our purpose is to handle a manual, our training for our, uh, the people that we hire and that they can understand it clearly right away how the, the business works. And uh, if I had to go out outside of San Antonio for eight, X reason, 
who else is here on the business can continue without interruptions. And that only happens when you are able to train other people and teach them everything that, that they need in order to run the, uh, the business. So those are our big things going on this year. You're, you're right at that level, you know, in uh, the course and the refunds course and then, um, you know, the book and everything, Side Hustle to Full-Time Income, I, I talk about those different levels, as you mentioned, you know, zero to 10, 10 to 40, 40 to 70, and, you know, you can keep going. But you're at that level at around 20 to $25,000 a month where Brittany and I actually um, decided to outsource. So we did it a little sooner than the $40,000 per month level that I actually recommend in the course because, we got to the point in the same spot in our business where prepping and shipping just became too much for us to handle. We loved the shopping a lot more. So we decided to outsource. And from there, the growth was tremendously fast. Within two months, uh, we went from you know $25,000 a month to about $35,000 and then $70,000 the next month because we outsourced. Uh, so that, that level can go extremely fast whenever you are outsourcing properly. And you're doing it right having standard operating procedures you're working on. We didn't have that when we started. We were just like hiring people to train them on a prep and ship. So um, yeah, it's pretty cool to see uh, you were already working on those procedures um, as suggested, you know, throughout the course. So what, what things are you doing to document those procedures for your team? Uh, for anybody that's maybe at a more advanced level in the replans business, how are you starting to document those things um, and get them organized? Well, you provided some templates that uh, I'm following, uh, operate, standard operating procedures, and uh, they give us a model of how to how to write them. What what is included in every template? What what do we need to to put sections, uh, step by step instructions, and so forth. So based on that template, I'm extending that to everything that we do, any operation. If we have a product that requires a special uh, handling, I'm documenting that. Uh, we have a, a binder where we have all the all the, the, the replants with it, the picture, and all that is needed to, to prep that product. Uh, the labels, if it needs a fragile label and so forth. Uh, special instructions in terms of, of needing big bubble wrap or small bubble wrap, uh, craft paper, and so on, and so on. Boxes too, because some of those, a lot of, a lot of our products go into box, boxes, especially the ones, uh, uh, products that come in, in, in glass. They're really, really fragile. So uh, we have this document that uh, we have access at all times. And uh, uh, it's a good, it's a good reference. That's awesome. Yeah, that's something that, you know, is is going to be beneficial as you get the prep and ship team to have all of that ready to go. That's perfect. Now, for those of you that are trying to outsource, you don't have to have those things in place. It does make it easier, though, if you do have them in place. Um, but don't put pressure on yourself. If you need to outsource, I highly recommend just start outsourcing and training them and documenting along the way if you don't have anything in place. But if you've got it ready to go, the standard operating procedures, and that will help tremendously in training them. Now, Pablo, before I move on to a couple of the last questions I've got for you, I did want to ask, since you hit $20,000 per month in sales, everyone typically likes to know what are the ROIs, the profits, some of the numbers behind that. Do you have, uh, would you mind sharing some of that uh, for the audience? Yeah, definitely. Um, some products, uh, we get 70, 70% ROI on many of them, but some others we get as low as 30%. Uh, 
in average, our ROI is close to 50%. And our margin is 20, 21%. And that we kind of monitor that week by week. Every every shipment that we send to Amazon, we have a numbers. We know how how much we we spend, how much um, we are gonna gain potentially, and uh, and what is our ROI, our margins, and everything. Uh, so we want to make sure that that what we send is is gonna be profitable. Awesome. Yeah, those are great numbers. The profit margin of twenty to twenty one percent. Net, that's that's awesome uh, to to have that in the business. And there's very few businesses where you can start out with such low risk and be able to test different products as you have, Pablo, uh, and then see those types of profit margins. You know, can happen very quickly. Even though your story uh, is uh, over a few years, so is ours. Whenever uh, we started in December 2015, we didn't uh, really get past ten thousand dollars a month until July of 2018 because we were doing this on the side and we didn't have replens at the time until then. So um, it's, it is a grind. It is a process. You can do it very fast as well for those listening, but just for everybody out there, have the right mindset and know that you need to be patient with it. You know, as Pablo can show, the, the success will come if you're consistently putting in the right actions uh, and taking the, the right steps and learning. Um, it's pretty exciting to see that. Now, do you have any suggestions, Pablo, for anybody that's recently started in replens uh, and arbitrage, but they aren't having much success right away? Since you are a story of persistence, what do you recommend for those that uh, have been trying to find some stuff, they're struggling with it, uh, but they know it works? Uh, any recommendations that you have for them? Definitely. The first one is focus on what you sell at the moment. Don't look for the big products, the shiny objects yet. Maybe you're not engaged in grocery or a topical or beauty supplies and so forth. But uh, you, you can source uh, office supplies, garden, kitchen products, arts and crafts, sporting goods, and so forth. There's plenty of items to find in there. Focus on those opportunities and prove that you can be a, a reliable seller to Amazon. Amazon is watching you. And if you do a good job, Amazon is going gonna, is gonna to open the gates for you one by one. That happens happened to us. We started getting in, in toys, a lot of toys. But in about six months, we automatically got engaged in groceries. And that opened up a world of opportunities for us. Uh, that's when we went into, into replants. So... Looking into what what you can do. Also, number two, if you want to increase your seller rating and get more positive feedback, do your best in prepping prepping your items. Even if it's if it means spending more time per item, spending more money per item, doesn't matter. Your customers are going to be happy when when they receive a good uh, package product. And Amazon is gonna be is gonna be happy too because you're gonna you're gonna have less returns, you're gonna have less customer complaints, and uh, customers automatically as a response are gonna give you a good a good seller rating. So far, we got over 115 seller ratings, and we have a 98 uh, satisfaction rate. So it's it's it's, it's really good. 
and we care about customer complaints. When uh, we get a, a complaint that uh, the product arrived a damage or something like that, we are proactive. We don't wait for Amazon to, to refund, to do the refund. We do the refund ourselves. We don't care yet if Amazon refund is, refunds later to us or not. No, we want to please the customer and take care of, of, of the needs of the customer. We don't mind uh, some customers who maybe scammers. We don't care about that. We don't research into that. We just take the, the complaint at, at face value and we issue the refund, uh, apologize for what happened, and uh, look into those products that, it, that are causing problems and find ways to, to protect them better and prepping better. So uh, yeah, that's, that's number, number two. Number three, watch your numbers. Being my, mindful of your numbers is so important. Your cost, your ROA, your profit margin for every item uh, you sell. We have a list of our items and we know right away what, what's going to be our profit, what's going to be our ROI, what's going to be our, our margin. And uh, we even introduce a new, a new number. We call it the uh, profit per hour number, PPH for short. So in a short, it is the profit that you get from one product per hour. I have my, my formula here. So the formula is 60 seconds of prep time divided by prep time multiplied by 60 minutes multiplied by net profit. For instance, if your net profit is $6, your prep time is 120 seconds for that particular product, your PPH is 60 divided by 120 multiplied by 60 multiplied by six for a total of $180. So now we can compare. Is this product more profitable than the other? If uh, a spicy bundle is going to give us a PPH of, of 159 and a bottle bundle of hot sauce is going to give us 99 PPH, what am I going to choose? Obviously, the one that increases our profit per, per hour. So uh, using a spreadsheet or replant dashboard, inventory lab, and QuickBooks is so important, so beneficial to keep track of your numbers. I took a long time to subscribe to IL and QB, and I regret that. Don't let that books. happen to you. Yeah. Yeah, inventory lab and QuickBooks are um, so important to have uh, to keep track of your numbers. Uh, profit per hour uh, is something that uh, you know we don't per personally do in our business, uh, but it is a, an excellent metric, especially if you're trying to. I'm just thinking off the top of my head. If you're trying to create a shopping list, right, and you're you've got maybe 30 minutes to go shop. Well, if you've got a profit per hour per item, uh, we'll just go for the ones that are the highest profit per hour, uh, and then you'll maximize the most uh, you know that you can in that shopping time. So it's a Pretty cool metric. Um, and for anybody watching this on YouTube, uh, Pablo showed the uh, calculation that he's got uh, on the card. So if you want to see that, you can go to the YouTube video and check that out. But um, that's awesome, Pablo. I love it. Those are great tips for anybody that's uh, you know just getting started trying to figure out uh, how to make this thing work for them. Um, and I, I, I'm just really excited to see 
really, I know I've mentioned this a bunch of times, but the persistence that you put into this business, I mean, it's been since uh, 2018, since you started, right? So it's been uh, four years now that you've been in the Amazon industry. And the first two of those years were, you know, you fighting through different struggles uh, in the Amazon industry. And, um, you know, you mentioned it, uh, the question that you tried to figure out was, is this a scam? And the the reason this community, the Jim Cochran, My Silent Team community is so awesome is because of the over 1,000 success stories uh, that have come out of this audience. And uh, I'm just super excited to see that you're one of them, uh, one of the many. And, uh, you know, the opportunities out there can be scams. But uh, the things, the reason Jim calls this proven uh, is because uh, everything that uh, is taught underneath this umbrella has been proven to work. And we aren't telling people to buy thousands of dollars of products from, from China right away. Even the private label students that come through are looking to buy maybe $100 of product to start and test their private label products. So for anybody interested in listening, maybe it's your first episode listening to this, the Silent Sales Machine Radio podcast, you, know, you can check out all the links in the show notes um, with the Proven Amazon course and uh, the replans information and Kipa.com and all the links that were mentioned with Pablo. Uh, and Pablo, do you have any last-minute tips for anybody before we hop off the call? I know that your your original, your first language is in Spanish, so if you want to answer it in both English and Spanish for the Spanish-speaking listeners, that'd be cool too. But it's up to you. But any last-minute tips for anybody before we hop off? You know, I was looking into the list of uh, testimonials that you put on your on your website. After browsing some pages, I realized. Hey, there's so many in here. I'm going to be the whole day trying to read them all. It's overwhelming. <laughs> so it's great what you did in there because, you know, it totally uh, uh, overcomes the, the question, is this a scam? How can this be a scam when we have so many testimonials, real people working on this, on this business? And uh, I'm one of them. And uh, I, I can... You know, now I'm, I'm the, the Amazon preacher. <laughs> everybody that I find, everybody that is willing to talk about that, I, I tell what I do and, and uh, I explain how it works. So it's, it's, it's great. Yeah, uh, Spanish is my first language. I came to the States in 1988 and I barely could speak and understand any phrase in English. It took me years to uh, to get a, a little bit of uh, confidence in speaking. I went to college and uh, university in California, graduated, but still, you know, being a, an adult and learning a new language is always a struggle. And I'm aware of my terrible accent. <laughs> and uh, please bear with me. Uh, I'm still learning. And uh, uh, great. Yeah, that no, was awesome. <laughs> I apologize if I was not uh, being clear on what I, what I said. But you were very clear to me. So um, yeah, I know that you had mentioned you had mentioned uh, this before we started. So I'm going to give you the opportunity to you know at least uh, acknowledge, uh, but also if you wanted to answer anything in Spanish, you'd have the ability to do that too. So, uh, uh, do you speak Spanish, Jimmy? Uh, very little, uh, so not enough to hold a conversation. But I can, if I was uh, dropped off in the middle of any Spanish-speaking country, I could find the bathroom and maybe get some food. But that's that's about it. Okay, let me let me teach you teach you a phrase. 
Okay. Very, very simple. Ven a San Antonio. Ven a Ven San Antonio. a San Antonio. It means come to San Antonio. That's what okay. You are welcome to come here. Uh, we can go to the river and uh, the Alamo and uh, awesome. the missions. There's so much to do. And wow, today is beautiful, sunny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can entice me with that weather right now in January. It, it sounds awesome. So, uh, well, I appreciate it, Pablo. And thank you so much, uh, you know, for doing this. Uh, I'm excited to see the people that get encouraged by your story because there's so much that can be drawn from this uh, from your story, right? Which is uh, one filled with a couple years of struggling and then finding the replans business and still building it in a methodical way. You know, just the way that that you think and teach is. Uh, amazing to hear. So hopefully uh, I know that this will be something that uh, inspires a lot of people and I'm excited for it to, to go live soon. So um, yeah, thank you so much for being on Pablo. Thank you everybody for listening. You know, please like, share, review all of that on your podcast listener and uh, appreciate y'all being here. So thank you, Pablo. You all have a great day. Thank you, Jimmy, for the opportunity and for the rest of the uh, community. Keep on grinding. Keep on feeding the beast. Absolutely. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.